There is, at first, nothing. No sound, no light. You are surrounded by a uniquely indescribable darkness, the polar opposite of the white void of the land of fiction you just escaped from. Slowly, your eyes begin to adjust to the dark. The space is still vague, but it's apparent that you are no longer inside the TARDIS. You are, it seems, nowhere. An empty space without form or substance. Somewhere in Cardiff, a beleaguered set designer lets out a deep sigh of relief. Then, a pinpoint of light extends out from the ground, and the flickering blue form of a hologram crackles into life. The body is vague, and the face is formless, and there is a static that rolls across both the physical shape and the sound of the figure's voice as they speak. Doctor, you and your companions have been separated from your time-space capsule. We apologize, but it was necessary. The Preservation Commission needs your help. The Commission exists to safeguard important artifacts in human history, pieces of cultural relevance. We travel to key moments in time and try to rescue what we can, art, music, media. There is one location, however, that contains items we have been unable to protect. It is a point in time where we weak with the temporal footprint of poachers and thieves, and we dare not further damage the web of time by intruding upon the moment further. But you are traveling close enough to the eye of the temporal hurricane that with careful manipulation, we are able to place you at the heart of the affected area. Universal Studios, June 1st, 2008. The morning a fire spreads across the back lot, destroying music masters, film archives, and items of cultural importance to the Earth. The fire itself is a fixed point in time. It has to happen. We cannot change it. We cannot stop it. We cannot save everything, and much of what we could have saved has already been lost to rogue time agents. But the historical record surrounding three items remains vague, and we believe that they are destined to be salvaged by us. By you. Doctor, please, will you help us? Wait, do I... Oh, okay, do I have a voice? Okay, I was making sure I have a voice because there was things were a little weird there. Um, what are the... Oh, um, you know, you could have just asked. I don't know why you just pulled me out of my, my capsule. Um... Your space-time capsule could negatively affect the temporal area. Okay, well, it's still polite to ask people ahead of time before you just yank them. Alright, um... I've run into quite a few of you time-traveling archaeologist types who show up at the moment something is lost or someone dies. It's like a lot... It happens a lot, like, either to torture someone or to store their memories or just to watch them die for some reason. So, I just... How do I know that you're one of the good ones and not one of the ones that do some weird stuff that I don't really want to be involved in? We understand your hesitance, Doctor, but it is of the utmost importance that you do this assignment for the Preservation Commission for the sanctity of these historical items. You have been furnished with transmat dots to connect to these three items and send them to the Preservation Commission for their own protection. You must protect the hand 
the box, and the chest set. The exact location of these items is not known at present. We have also furnished you with a map of the affected area. We apologize for the imprecision of our methods, but the only way to counteract the interference of the time agency is to introduce our own rogue elements into the equation. Alright, I just think it would have been more polite. I mean, you're in the future, so you had, like, all the time you wanted to, to grab... Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. I'm not going to pick apart your, your strategy. Just, you know, next time, just ring first, that's all. Collect calls remain expensive in the future. We have decided on a more direct method. Thank you for your participation. Please deposit $70. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> setting an adventure in a theme park, it just seems a little bit cliche. That's all I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I think you're welcome. Uh, any... <laughs> Do you have any other questions for, uh, for the recruiter before we zap you into your uh, destination? No, actually, he doesn't seem... The recruiter doesn't seem like they actually have a whole lot of information for me, because I've, I've been trying to ask things, and they're just kind of, like, enjoying their own voice a bit, so um, I'm just going <laughs> to find out from my friends what they want to do. Are Carrie and Travis around in case they have follow-up questions? Oh, yeah, they're, they're, you, the three of you are present in this space, yes. Okay. Anyone else? Any questions? Anyone? Why did you choose Keanu Reeves as your voice? Voice? You got, like, you went really Keanu at the end right there, Michael. That was a happy accident, and uh, thank you for the compliment. I just have a question. Can we go on the rides? There's a fire, Travis. <laughs> what you do with your time is up to you. However, we would uh, prefer you prioritize the preservation of the valuable historical artifacts. Yeah, we'll prioritize that, but when we're done, you know, rides. <laughs> Oh, yeah, fire! Enjoy. But the fire. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, okay. We'll we'll run across that burning bridge when we come to it. You might say. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So, but yeah, let's uh, you know, let's not let's not make this this setup section of our, our adventure go long longer than it has to. Let's uh, let's just say yes, we're gonna do it, and then we will go forward. That feels very meta for some reason. I don't know why, but. Uh, <laughs> And I'm now realizing that one thing I did not do today was listen to, to Jody talk so I would have a voice in my head. It's fine. <laughs> I just like the idea of letting the doctor trail off with like the thing and then doing like a zoop, zoop, zoop noise. <laughs> then we're just into scenario. <laughs> there is a flash of light. You materialize at night on what appears to be a residential street. Houses that look like they could have been built in the 40s or 50s in America. Lining the street... Uh, that bends at a midpoint like a flexible drinking straw. This doesn't look much like a film studio. It looks more like a quiet neighborhood in New England. Oh, is this Cabot Cove? <laughs> Do I recognize this neighborhood? Um, actually, I, I will have, uh, Travis, seeing as you asked, I will have you do a role. Uh, could you give me uh, knowledge and uh, ingenuity, we'll call it. Why not? Uh, anything from my... And you get a plus two for your pop culture expertise. Yeah. Cool, mm -hmm. I have an 11 going into this roll. And I rolled a 12. <laughs> nice. Oh, beautiful! So 23 you... in total. Nice. You you have watched enough movies, you have seen enough films that you, uh, you are not able to identify which films and movies this particular part of the Universal Backlot has appeared in. You're able to pinpoint exactly 
where you are. You are on New England Street, which is kind of at the, the northernmost edge uh, of the Universal Studios back lot, uh, just to the west of where the courthouse uh, courthouse square is, where the uh, courthouse from Back to the Future is located. Um, if you were to look at the map, which you have now been provided, uh, you are right by, there's a big red dot uh, in kind of the north uh, northwest corner of that map. That's kind of where you are right now, in fact. That's more or less exactly where you are. I don't have anything pithy to say, so you can keep going. <laughs> oh, oh I, hope they, I hope they save the clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> I was way off. I'm still directionally challenged, even figuratively. <laughs> so you have indeed arrived on the Universal Studios backlot. It is dark outside, the faux street lit only by the occasional street lamp, which, for filming purposes... Uh, they're a little too big, and they, uh, they're they a little too bright. So far, there are no signs of the fire. You have no idea if you've arrived at the right time or even on the right night. Uh, but at this moment, you hear the front door of one of the fake houses open, and out steps a man in a blue shirt and a hard hat holding a clipboard. And as soon as he sees you, he stops what he's doing. There's an uneasy pause before he walks over to where you are and says, uh, What are you doing here? Who are you? Uh, we're just... a bunch of um sorry a bunch of excuse me i am a pa i'm just new here on set and i've got two executives right behind me so i really need to um get going because we're on a time crunch and they really can't be bothered right now i really need you to focus your eyes here at me don't look at them it's disrespectful eyes here thank you okay carrie i would like you yeah. to do a roll for me could okay. you uh could you give me presence and convince please presence uh and... can i make a case that carrie should at least get like a advantage or or a plus two because she's using her like actual oh job absolutely skills? yes i have voice of authority too oh there you go perfect yeah i'm happy to give you the plus two for voice of authority okay. i'm gonna actually because this is you using your set pa skill i'm also going to give you an additional plus two. Ooh, okay i like it i like carrie's odds because i roll like a baby Oh, oh, double fives. Oh, yeah. So what's that total roll? We, we got, we got a 19. Oh, that's very good. Um, uh, the, 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 the hard-hatted universal employee, uh, looks at you and goes, oh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, if you want, if you could, uh, uh, if you could just show me some ID, I'd love to, uh, I'd be hey, happy to hey, escort you around I, if you I, need to be escorted. I, I told you that. We are on a tight schedule. We don't need a guide here. I'm a PA. I know where I'm going, okay? Thank you. Can I get you some coffee while I'm here? What's your name? Chad? Is it Chad? No, you know Chad? what? Ch John? Chad, I want you to get me a coffee because you're wasting all the time at this point. I am uh, so sorry, your majesty. Please. Oh, you don't, you don't have to call me that. I'm just, you by I'm, looking at you? I'm so no, you're, 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 sorry. You're, you're, you are I, very I didn't, fine. I didn't I mean just, to make I, Chad, I, I need you to leave uh, right now. Chad, I need you to... Uh, my my name's Jonah. Jonah, I'm, I'm, I'm my jo job is on Jonah. the line. Do you do you want to talk to the to the union about this? I don't think so, Jonah. I'll back up. I would back up. Uh, all right. I'll uh, I, I guess I'll I just so I'll just head on on my way then. Uh, and he starts walking. He starts walking off towards the east. And as he does so, you realize that um, he he sets the clipboard uh, uh, to one side. Uh, which reveals his wrist. He'd been using his clipboard to kind of obscure a part of his arm, and you realize he's wearing a vortex manipulator as he walks away. 
Uh, I am going to... I'm going to go, Oi! Jonah, uh, Chad, he... Chadda! Jonah, your majesty. <laughs> no, no, no carry, hang on. Um, he starts he, he starts walking, you know that kind of fast walk that people do yeah. when they're trying not to run? Yeah, uh, I'm going to do that in pursuit of him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, in that case, we're going to do what might be the best chase we have ever done on this show. The absolute um, funniest chase in Doctor Who since yes, Boomtown. Wow. Uh, I'm trying to remember how... We, there's, a, there's something on this Oh, there's a whole thing about chase deal. rules. I don't know if they talk yeah. about like Ministry of Silly Walks chases, but we could figure that out. <laughs> uh, Can Travis and I grab a golf cart? Because we're on set, on a back lot, there's always a golf cart. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. It's a movie lot, so there's probably a golf cart around. I am going to make it uh, a story point expense, but I'm not going to have it be expensive. Um, so I'm thinking uh, two story points, one from Carrie and Travis. How's that sound? Perfect. Yes. I love Perfect. it. Perfect. All right. Cool. And then I'm going to jump on the back of the golf cart and I'm going to like lean out like I'm ready to grab this guy as we go by him. Because I think yes. it's, All right. it's just a hilarious Fantastic. image to me. So which of you, so we're, so we're, right now we're engaged in a chase between a speed walking, vortex manipulator wearing backlot employee and three idiots on a golf cart. Yes. <laughs> who's, ben, who's driving please, the golf ben, cart? please. Our heroes. You're, you're right. Three idiot heroes on a golf cart. <laughs> Who's driving the golf cart? Carrie's driving because, as as we uh, have agreed as a group, uh, she's a PA, so she knows how to take those tight corners, and she will ignore <laughs> stop signs. And I think that Travis should be the navigator because, despite yes. uh, not having necessarily been on the back lot before, he's seen enough of things that have filmed there and can sort of piece together like a little bit of uh, sort of like a working. Not quite a map, but like a layout of things. Yeah, I I like to imagine Travis is in a situation like I was when I was a kid, where I would like watch videos of places like that that I wanted to travel to and like couldn't. Like, <gasps> yeah, like, totally. those, like, oh, yeah. those like at home adventure things and oh, yeah. like getting yes. the VHS cassette to advertise Disney World, yes. so you yeah. don't need oh to gosh. go to Disney World. But I think totally Travis it. with with that amazing role that you did earlier, I think you have you're able to kind of from the various forms of media that you've watched and enjoyed, you're able to put together like a mental map of where everything is. Um, you do also have a physical map, but you are able to kind of, you're able to tell from like looking around you, oh, I'm in this part of the lot, which means right. that this is over there. So, so uh, yeah. you're going to get a buff on any kind of direction, directional yes. check that you get from this point onwards. I'm going to give you a, a plus two. That goes with your sense of direction. Yes. Awesome. I like the idea that the library probably had these things, and that's where Travis was looking. Like, on his breaks, he would, like, spend his breaks looking <laughs> at maps of Universal Studios. And oh, Travis yes. probably ordered like, them yeah. for the library. Yeah. 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 Oh, for No, real. no, kids and are, are going to want these. Yeah, yeah Travis. I, w- I was yeah. going to say, like, Carrie can't be trusted with directions, because earlier she thought she was in Cabot Cove. So, like, <laughs> let's be honest here, great driver directionally challenged. So, yeah. without, that, without Travis, she's, she's just going to... And the doctor doesn't care. She just runs around. <laughs> so, Carrie, I want you to do a roll because uh, yeah. we are in a chase and you're driving. I would like you to do coordination and transport. Okay. Oh, Ooh. man. Okay, all right. Oh, snap. Uh, I, I'm, I'm rolling doubles today because I got double fours. Uh, but oh, that's 12 altogether. Uh, 12 is very, very good. Uh, I, I, so the, the speedwalking universal employee with the, uh, with the vortex manipulator did not roll anywhere near as good. And you were able to catch up to him almost immediately. 
Like you're kind of hot on his heels and he's kind of walking very quickly, <laughs> like like speed walking, power walking, um, and you are now uh, right up right up like immediately behind him. Did you want to try walking. to like tap his heels or get up right. beside him? What did you want to do? I'm gonna use my sonic to try to disable his vortex manipulator so he can't teleport away. Okay. Alright. Uh do you wanna do a roll for that or would you like to use one of your sonic story points? Uh I'll roll for it. I think that feels more like a attempt than like a thing that on okay. happens. Okay, yeah, in that case, let's have that be ingenuity and tech. Okay. Alright. Uh plus tech adept. Yes, please. Cool. Sounds good to me. Doc. Okay, so that's that's nineteen as well. For- yes! That's a that's a great roll. Um, you you sonic uh in the direction of his vortex manipulator, and it goes, uh, and it kind of uh he kind of like flaps his hand around as it scorches his wrist, and he, as he's pulling the vortex manipulator off, and as he, he pulls it off in one quick motion, throws it away, and then you see him uh reach and pull, and his hand points forward with a uh, a laser blaster in his hand, and he's gonna roll to shoot. And he's going to miss. Okay, so you might be wondering what started the universal backlot fire. This is a bad roll. This so I is, guess what you're saying is, this, if we came here and said we didn't start the fire, we would technically be not telling the truth. Yeah. So the, the, the ladies the, and gentlemen, the, Billy Joel. Wait, what? So Jonah pulls this gun, but he he pulls it slightly too quickly and kind of fires without thinking, hoping he's going to hit something. And instead, he blasts at the roof of a nearby building, and it immediately goes up in flames. Uh, and those flames are starting to spread down the street now rapidly. Uh, Jonah looks at you and he says. You can't have it! The hand is mine! And he starts bolting it uh, east towards the clockhouse tower. The uh, Carrie, tower. after him! Y- yeah, I was like, do we have enough speed on him right now that I could pull one of those, like, sick Tokyo drifts, like, onto, like, like, to, like, clothesline him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, the car, the golf cart, yeah. like, literally, yeah. par- like, and just... Yeah, you just gotta pull the e-brake. I do want to say, it feels like we're not getting our turns in a combat. Like, it feels like we got well, to him, and it's... then he fired a gun, and then ran away. Yeah, it's well. This was it was it was an action that he was a, a kind of reaction he was taking to uh, the vortex manipulator being burnt, rather than a combat situation. Uh, so he's kind of he's now bolting from the situation uh, and is trying to kind of disengage and and run to his next destination. Okay, well we're so going to stop. Him. That's our goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if we want to, what we'll do, uh, I'm not going to have you roll again because I think that the rolls we did for the the chase previously were fantastic. So you're he's running away and you're able to kind of very quickly. Uh, you describe what you wanted to do, Cakes. I heard so, you mention a Tokyo drift. Yeah, yeah. So Carrie has not given up gas momentum on this golf cart. Mm-hmm. So she is. Um, he's heading east, right? So I'm guessing that this is going to be a really sharp, like right turn. So right when she's like about to get close to the side of like a warehouse building, she pulls the e brake and it it like does the like side drift and actually kind of gets mm-hmm. momentum and she kind of screams for everybody to lean into it so that <laughs> they get even more momentum and then in the middle of it she lets loose of the e-brake and tries to like slam on as much as she can on the gas and hopefully this like gets them with enough momentum so that they 
pull up parallel to Jonah, and he, like, gets clotheslined by the golf cart. So hopefully <laughs> oh at the momentum where he kind of flies over it. But maybe it just stops him. Who knows? Like, I don't know how fast. I I do love this. To the golf cart. Yeah, I love this. So the way I'm going to do this, because you are asking everyone to lean, I'm going to have everyone uh, do a coordination and athletics role to determine the, uh, the, the, the drift. Is this the first time in Doctor Who that a golf cart has done a heavy attack? It might be. I can't think of a golf cart appearing in Doctor Who at any point before. I'm sure one has been, like, oh, mo- no. remodeled to become a vehicle. Oh, no. Oh, I heard an oh, no. That's a bad oh, sign. No. <laughs> I, I, I rolled a two and a one to go with oh, my oh. four. So that's a seven yeah. for, for me. Tuck and roll, Trav. Tuck and roll. I rolled, an, I rolled a five and a six to go on top of my, uh, I believe it's a seven. So 18 for me. 18, yes, and, and how's Carrie looking? thing together, she's Carrie's at a ripe old nine. <laughs> nine, oh. So, so you're not quite able to get the drift that you are hoping for, and you, uh, actually, with Travis's role, I, I am going to say, Travis, I think you lean too far and fall out of the golf cart as, as Carrie's trying to do this drift. I'm not going to have you take any damage, but you're no longer in the vehicle. Um, That's okay. And, and uh, the golf cart... Uh, doesn't quite get close enough to clothesline uh, Jonah, but uh, Jonah keeps running uh, and then suddenly stops and is paffed out of existence. Uh, and in the distance, you can see another person in a long black leather trench coat, arms out, another laser pistol in their hands, a vortex manipulator on their wrists, and uh, they have just shot and vaporized uh, Jonah. Oi! I wanted to talk to him! What are you doing? Carrie is uh, a little phased by the vanishing, but I, I don't think that he she thinks that he's vaporized. I think she just thinks that he's, like, vanished. So I'm pretty sure the gas is still on the pedal, so I'm pretty sure we're still careening towards this person while the doctor is yelling at them. Okay. And uh, uh, Travis will... is going to go down a different street and basically okay. attempt to flank this person. Like, running on okay. his own. All right, I, I do like that. Travis, I'm going to have you do another uh, uh, coordination and athletics role. Oh, just my... Sorry, strength and Just athletic. my favorite. <laughs> yeah, the absolute best. Uh, that's uh, an 11. Uh, 11 total? 11 total. Um, I don't know if I will get anything since I'm taking a circuitous path, if I can get my plus two... Maybe not for sense of direction, yeah, but for that you, other you, one. Would you, yeah, I would say you're using your knowledge of the back lot to your advantage, so I am going to give you a plus four for that. So okay. it's plus two for your uh, pop culture reference knowledge and a plus two for your uh, knowledge of the back lot. Um, and I'd say brave yeah, apply. You, hmm? Would brave apply? I think brave as well. I think brave is probably in there too, this so that would, that would add another two. Cool. So just, yeah, tack those on. 17? 17. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so uh, in the rearview mirror, Carrie and the Doctor, you see Travis kind of bolt in what would appear to you to be very much the wrong direction. Uh, but Travis knows is not, and is, is trying to kind of... Uh, you're trying to intercept the person who just shot Jonah? Well, if, if they're heading on a straight line for him, I'm basically mm-hmm. coming around a corner to either get them from the side or behind. Okay. All right. Um so, uh, what is the uh, what is the the person who shot Jonah doing presently? 
Uh, I'm going to aim for the uh, the tires of the golf cart, the the driver's right. tires. So, so in this situation, because you are actively engaging now with the the players in this manner, I am going to call this one a conflict. So we have uh, Travis, who's going to be technically a runner. We have the uh, the person who killed Jonah is uh, that's a fighting action. Uh, Carrie and the Doctor, what would you like to do in this situation? I'm going to be a doer. And mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to do is use my Sonic this time um, to try to disable the laser pistol. Okay. Uh, Carrie, uh, take, taking as granted that you are also driving the golf cart forward, I'm not going to count that as an action for you. Uh, do you want to do anything else in this moment? Running, doing, talking, fighting? I, I think she's going to at least try to dodge the, the shot attempt as it's okay. coming. And, no, unless good. it's too fast. I don't know like how lasers work <laughs> Well, well, I think in the rules, my shot would be the last thing that happens. So you prepping for it is like a yeah. Turn with I think okay. Yeah. yeah, I think what's going to happen is that I'm going to have you both counter, uh, like roll against each other, mm-hmm. and have that be how we resolve that in particular. Okay, so Travis is going first with that running action, and uh, the Doctor, you're going to use the Sonic to try to disable the pistol. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a long. It's going to be kind of a long distance tech check, so the difficulty is going to be a little bit higher than usual. But go ahead and give me ingenuity and technology. Okay. Okay, that is um, also that's another nineteen. Yay! That's not. I rolled that the is, same uh, last time. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say yes, but you are able to disable it, but it's only a temporary dis- disable. So on this occasion, the uh, the individual is not going to be able to fire the pistol on this turn. Okay. Um, which uh, does that mean now, uh, Carrie and the the individual in question? Do you want to change your actions? Uh no, I'm... I don't know my pistol's been disabled. Okay, ah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep at it. So with the individual in question attempting to fire their their laser and it's not doing anything, uh, Carrie, what would you like to do in this instance? Uh, golf golf cart battering ram. Golf cart battering ram. All right, go ahead and give me um uh, ingenuity and in transport. What a nice way of putting vehicular manslaughter. I know. I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. He tried to yeah. shoot. He tried to shoot us first. Okay. Hey, here's the thing. You're in America. Self defense. You're 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 it's good. golf you defense. You want to go castle golf. defense, right? <laughs> well, no. It, unfortunately, There's Universal no Studios here, is right? not your castle, so I don't think you could do castle doctrine. But <laughs> <laughs> if you drive into a castle, maybe. <laughs> yeah, they, they haven't built the castle yet. Well, we are at a twelve. Ooh. Uh, you you're able to pick up speed, but you're kind of telegraphing your intent, and the Got individual it. is able to tell what you're doing, kind of step out of the way without without you actually hitting him. But as he steps out of the way, that is as Travis comes around the corner. Yes! Um, and you are now, Travis, I'm going to give you a, a kind of a, a free action at this point. What do you want to do with this individual? Uh, my signature move has just turned into bull rushing people, so I'm going to bull <laughs> rush this person. <laughs> All right. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and give me strength. And I'm just got strength and fighting. Let's do it. And I'm not going to have him counter roll because he is not seeing you. He does not see you coming. That's a no nine. Idea. That's a nine. With <laughs> oh, no bonuses of any sort, it's a nine. No bonuses. So you you try to charge at him and you just kind of hit him. He doesn't go down. Uh, actually, you know what? I think with with uh, the fact that he doesn't see you coming, uh, I'm going to call that a yes. But you are able to tackle him, and he is uh, he is knocked to the ground. Um, but I'm going to give you an option to react uh, as the butt, uh, Michael. What do you want to do? 
Um, okay, so yeah, uh, unfortunately, the, the character I'm playing is not a good person, so I think I'm going to have to bring the butt of my laser gun down on Travis's, like, kind of back of his head to try and knock him Ooh. out. Oof. Like the classic, right. the classic gun yeah. butt, you know? Yeah. We're in a movie yeah, studio. Go ahead and, you know. <laughs> go ahead and give me strength and fighting. Oh, well, they're mostly fours. Look at that. Uh, yeah, so uh, 18. 18, I think, is going to do it. Um, uh, I don't think Travis is in a position to kind of defend himself at the moment because it is kind of a prone knocking down rugby tackle situation. Um, I'm not going to knock Travis unconscious, but you are going to take a bit of a hit, Trav. We're going to take a hit to your uh, coordination because it's back of the head. Mm. Can I just be knocked unconscious instead? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. You, yeah, you lose one point of coordination, and uh, uh, Michael, your individual is now free to kind of uh, get up and move away. But we are—that takes us back to the top of the turn order. So, what is everyone, everyone's intent in this particular moment? Are, am I? Am I? Is is the golf cart close enough to him for Carrie to like pull the emergency brake to do like a swish out? I think you could probably. I think because you whizzed past him, uh-huh. I think you are maybe like like two or three zones like ahead of him, like maybe 10, 15 foot ahead. So you could probably do a U-turn at this point. You're just kicking it in reverse. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I was also thinking because he's distracted and it's going to take a second to like knock Travis unconscious. Right. Thinking. So maybe I just pull this baby in reverse. So doctor first. So I don't know if the doctor needs to decide then what she wants to do. Oh, I think I think the second that we started to go past him, I would have stepped off of the golf cart and not oh. continue to ride past him. But oh, copy I was going okay. to turn around and get back to me before I can declare that. So never, never yeah. mind then. But Carrie's throwing that baby in reverse. Yeah. Okay, I'm, which means something I'm everyone goes to... beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those are two. I'm going to say those are two do actions. Um, I'm going to have the doctor's action go first of those two because you'll you'll step as you said. You want to step off. Of right. the golf cart as you realize you're going past it. So I'll have you do a roll for that in a sec. Okay. Um, Trav, Trav, you have taken a hit, but you are not unconscious. Uh, but you are on the ground as, uh, the individual, uh, has, has, uh, clocked you on the back of the head. And I, I would assume is probably at this point trying to get up. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, uh, I'm not quite sure if this is going to be a fight or a do. Uh, but I think I got in close enough to see the vortex manipulator. So I basically okay. want to try to rip that off of them, which is another classic Travis move. Now that I think about it, yeah, that's that's another do, uh, Michael. What would you what would your individual like to do in this moment? Uh, I think in a uh, moment of just absolute self owning parody, uh, my character's going to toss his non working blaster and pull out a second totally functioning blaster. Oh, um, gunslinger! That's going to be my whole do. Your your dude does. Uh, I'm gonna let you do that. I am gonna make it a story point spend. I figured. You do have. You I think do I have, have a couple, You do have some story points. Yeah, you're right. So you are able to do that. Um, so I'm gonna make. I'm gonna say that's a fighting roll. Are you just brandishing the pistol? Or are you actually gonna fire it? Um. Well, if the if the golf cart's coming at me by the time we get to the order, I think I'm gonna have to fire at. I mean, it's gonna be the same move to try and shoot one of okay. the back tires. Yeah, that's off. gonna be. Yeah, that's going to be a fighting situation. So, uh, firstly, it's going to be uh, the Doctor. So, I'm going to have you roll uh, coordination and athletics to step off the golf cart as it's moving. Ooh, I got double sixes on that one. So, that's going to be nice. a... Um, so, that would have been seven 
plus 12. That's 19 as well. That's a great roll. You you actually hit you hit the ground running and are able to kind of you've pick, you've got a good head of steam as you're running towards the uh towards the individual. And with that roll, I'm actually going to give you if you have another uh a non-combat action that you want to perform, I'm going to let you do that as well. Um would trying to disarm him as he's pull, as he's pulling another gun out, like just trying to like knock that out of his hand, would that be considered combat? Uh, I, I'm gonna. I think ordinarily in the the rules of the system, it would be considered a a, a fight action. But I'm I'm gonna let you have that because I want to see how that plays out. Okay. Uh, Plus, he, I mean, so, if he's getting if he's getting to pull his gun out and fire, that's giving him two actions as well. So I think that like it kind of evens out a little. Yeah, bit. I think I think that's good. So what I'm actually gonna have you do then is I'm gonna have uh you and the individual uh roll against each other because he's trying to pull his pistol out as you're trying to like disarm him. So, okay. uh, Michael, if you can give me, uh, I'm going to call it coordination of marksman. I think that's probably the best bet. Okay. And then, uh, doctor, if you can give me, oh, we'll just call it straight, no. straight, uh, strength and fighting. Okay. I rolled two sixes. Ooh. So let's say 20. Ooh. <laughs> oh no, Riley, you're making a no-no face. Sorry, Michael, did you say you rolled a 20? Well, I... I rolled 12, and then I added 8, so, yeah. Alright, uh, yeah, I got, um, I got, uh, I mean, I rolled great, but not, not that good. I rolled, cause I, I have a 7, a 7 to start with that, and I don't know if any of mm. my things give, I don't think anything I have gives me quick on that one, um, so yeah, I just, I had, uh, I, I got a 10 plus a 7, so I have 17, so. 17. But I'm willing to spend a story point to. Yeah, to, so, to right, up, yeah. Up. So right now you're in no but territory. If you uh, wanted to spend the story point, you could go for yes but. Yeah, I'll go to yes but. Yay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you spend that story point. Uh, you are yes but. You are able to. Uh, you are able to disarm the uh, the the individual. Uh, the pistol falls out of your hand. Individual whose name we have not established yet. Uh, but it, it does land on the ground within uh, reach of the both of you. Every single time you call him individual, I just picture the cops in, in uh, Idiocracy who are like, this particular individual does not have a barcode? <laughs> <laughs> um, Carrie, are you still doing your, your e-break turn? I hope not. All of our friends are there. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, no, because now the doctor's in the way. So she might not be backing it up. Maybe she's driving forward instead so she takes a yui instead of just like going straight back okay so you're just taking it just taking, taking a gentle u-turn and pointing the the golf cart in the right in the direction of everyone else yeah i think so yeah okay. just like coming to like swing by and hopefully grab everybody okay yeah so i'm not gonna have you do a roll for that i'm just gonna say you do a gentle u-turn and you're now heading back in the same direction as travis and carrie uh, with the hopes of picking them up, but you haven't reached them yet. Um, Travis, what you do? So I think when the doctor knocks this person's arm to uh, disarm them of the laser blaster, he's like right there and catches the arm, and that's when I want to try to like either slide the uh, vortex manipulator off or uh, uh, yeah, yeah, basically slide it off their arm. Yeah, brilliant. Um, you go ahead and give me, we'll just call this strength and fighting. Oh, uh, yeah, strength and, strength and athletics. Let's do that. Okay. 
12 total. Okay. Um, so you are able to unclasp the Vortex Manipulator. You're not able to pull it off, but it is now... Uh, it's it's loose, so it, it it's kind of flopping loosely on his wrist. I'd say that's kind of a, a, a no-butt territory for the situation. Uh, but the Vortex Manipulator is... Uh, is is has been loosened and could just fall off at any moment, or it's very easily tugged off by someone else with a good strong pull. All right. One of my favorite songs is uh, just held on loosely. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <sighs> all right, and we we're back up to the top of the turn order. So, what does everyone want to do in this situation? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish what I started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like Darth finish. Vader. Um, I, I'm going to kick the laser pistol away so that nobody can get to it easily. Okay. I'm still taking my you're gonna, heavy You're going to noom down to, yeah. Yeah, it, um, I, it's going to take me a second to get there, but, you know, she it's a healthy clop, but it's not like yeah. death clop. Yeah. Death clop. That, the, every, everything Those you said makes, exact, makes perfect sense, yeah. Um, uh, Michael, what is this particular individual going to do? Uh, if it gets to me in the turn order, I'm going to do a do and spend two story points to pull out a third working laser <laughs> pistol. Oh my god! Um, so I'm going to say because it's stacking, the first the first pistol, two story points. A third pistol, <laughs> I'm going to make that four. It's fine by me. <laughs> okay. just, this character is fully disposable. <laughs> I am going for this bit. Alright. Um, okay, so... Uh, so everyone's doing a do um carrie i'm just gonna I, I'll, I'll come back to you i think i think uh in terms of narrative i think it's more interesting if you go last yeah uh travis are you gonna try and pull at the vortex manipulator again yes okay yeah go ahead and give me another uh coordination and athletics uh oh sorry i said strength and athletics before we'll make it strength and athletics again the difficulty is going to be a lot easier because it's already been fairly loosened up good oh my favorite song is flop on loosely i really ruined that joke uh, it's only a ten. Okay, no, that does it. Yeah, you're able to. You're able to just one quick tug, and you pull on the vortex manipulator, uh, detaching it from this guy's wrist entirely. Much to his, I'm going to assume, annoyance. Um, Not a fan. <laughs> uh, Doctor, you're just kicking the pistol away. So the, here's the, the question about the order of, of events. Mm. Does does the particular individual pull out their laser pistol before I can get her one away? Because I would change my I wouldn't do it if I if, if there's a second gun being brought in, I'm not gonna like still focus on the gun that's not I'm gonna focus on the yeah, immediate I, threat, not the one that's like already neutralized a little bit. With the choice that Michael has made, I think it's I think you're probably able to pick up that maybe he's going for another mm. he's got another cool. toy on in, in in his belt as Then I am gonna go hi! And do a Venetian <laughs> oh, shot yes! to to his to his to knock him out a little bit. I'm gonna do right, a yeah. very a very uh, blocky, uh, very easily dodgeable, but somehow manages to find purchase uh, judo chop uh, or sorry Venetian Aikido chop. And and yes. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do the height as I do it. So. Do it, yeah, give yeah, give me that strength and uh, I mean that's um that would be a fi- that would be a straight up and down fighting check. Yeah. But oh, you mean the, let... the literal? Yeah, the literal act of violence. That I'm doing yeah. is fighting. Okay, I'm gonna let. But all I'm, I'm doing is pulling you... out a gun. So like, it's it's Riley's yeah. turn. You know. Yeah, uh, I yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Go ahead and give me strength and fighting. Okay. Um, can I make the argument that I had? Can I add time travel to this because this is my history that I picked up through t- being a do- the doctor in time travel. <laughs> 
No? Okay, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean um, kudos to you for going for it. It was you worth a shot. Maybe um, experienced. The argument could experience. be made that the experienced points apply that, though. No, I'll make the regular roll. It's fine. Okay. So it was strength and fighting. <laughs> it was worth a try. If you... Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, so that's not great. That's only an 11. With a roll that low, I am actually now going to give uh, uh, this particular individual the opportunity to counter-roll, to defend, um, and then we'll measure your roll against uh, against Michael's. All right, what am I rolling? You are... I'm going to have you roll... Uh, coordination and athletics to see if you can uh, evade the doctor's Venusian Aikido. No. No? Um, uh, what is that? 15? Is that 15 is that actually... It's better. Um, 15, so that's 12 and 15. So that means that uh, actually puts the doctor in no buts territory um, oh. for the Venusian Aikido. Um, so you didn't... Uh, you weren't able to uh, to uh, disarm or uh, dismantle? No, that's not the word I'm looking for. But let's move on. I was uh, trying to, I was trying to knock him out. Like the way that way yeah. that like I was, I was trying that's to disable him as him. opposed to the weapon yeah. this time. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think, I think with the no but, I think you don't knock him unconscious, but you do hit a nerve that actually I'm gonna say he drops the pistol. It's, it's that's <laughs> you've disarmed him now for. Fully the third time. <laughs> I, think, I, just I think at that point this. I have to go, oh, come on, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> and, then, and then you spend five story points to pull out a you, I wish. You're I out. Wish. I think you got, no, I do think you have two left, but you do not have enough to summon a, th- a fourth no. pistol. And this is the moment when Carrie on the golf cart comes whizzing towards uh, the group. Travis, the doctor, and this particular individual uh, stand as we see Carrie zooming with moderate speed towards them. Ah, yes. So um, at this moment, I would like to hike speed and yell as much as I can for the doctor and Travis to split. I'm gonna try to finally just... <laughs> Alright. Talking's a free action, so you can do that yell. It's uh, a bar. And then go ahead and give me coordination and transport. Let's do this thing. Fun fact, I've actually been hit by a car. I can't recommend oh, it. Oh no, what? Don't recommend it. Oh god, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Would you... Okay, hold on. I dropped things. It's not it like I planned on it, Kate. <laughs> it wasn't my intention. Well, uh, what am I going to do today? 13? Uh, yeah, I would say 13's a, a decent roll, considering everything that's just happened to the individual. Um, if you're yelling to the Doctor and <laughs> Travis to get out of the way, uh, I'm actually going to have the Doctor and Travis do a quick uh, coordination and athletics roll to get out of the way of the golf cart. But you're definitely going to hit the individual. Yes. Oh I no, Riley. Nope. Uh, maybe we'll see. Um, so that would be an eight plus four. So I got a, I got a twelve. Twelve. I got a ten. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh man. Uh, what does that put me does... at? Uh, I mean, you. I would say that you're. Uh, uh, I mean that's twelve against uh, Carrie. You rolled a, a twelve, right? Uh, I'm consulting the uh, the GM sheet here, Tra- uh, Dan, and it just says "whoa." <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> um, I think 
I think the Doctor is in no but. I think Travis is in no. Okay. I want to spend as many story points as this requires. Um, I think Travis sees the golf cart coming and realizes there is no time for either of us to duck away. So I want to uh, wrap an arm around the doctor and then with my other arm activate the vortex manipulator. (gasps) Oh, Oh, I actually, I kind of like that a little bit. Are you just pressing the button and hoping for the best? Yeah, just we need to get out of there. Like there's no time for me to set coordinates or anything. So I think just reactionary, just like to the doctor, like, hold on. I don't hate that at all. I do think that is going to be a a spend, though. I think we're looking at... Look, just looking at the chart here. I think we're looking at five story points. You've got them. You want to do it? Oh, Dang. boy. So you you hit the button, um, and the, uh, the Vortex Manipulator activates. And from Carrie's perspective, uh, Travis and the Doctor just disappear. They are gone. Uh, there's like a crackle of energy and kind of a smoke... That, that, that's left in their wake mm-hmm. and uh, I think this particular individual just turns around in time to see uh, if there were a movie poster about this uh, this particular scene it would be like the golf cart in midair at a slight angle with Carrie like this like just, like, just a wide-eyed just grimace shock on her face uh, <laughs> I took one of the speed as, bumps too fast, and I'm yeah, just like you, you've down. just you've, you 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 got just enough speed to get just a little bit of lift, and then you just clock him um, across the, the the shoulders and head, um, and I wouldn't look back to see how much damage that did, but that <laughs> that this particular individual is not getting up from this particular injury. Eagle-eyed oh viewers may notice a cut to a mannequin standing up just before <laughs> Carrie hit, uh, but don't worry, that's, that's the magic of movie making right there. Um, and I'm actually going to do a roll. I'm going to do a roll to see where the Doctor and Travis end up. <gasps> Travis and the Doctor, uh, you materialize um, just a few feet east. Um, and just a couple of minutes before, uh, you arrive, you materialize, whoosh, you are in the courthouse courtyard, yes. uh, looking directly ahead at you at the clock tower. Uh, Travis, I don't know how you feel right now, but you are standing in front of the clock tower from Back to the Future. Um, and in a suitably, a suitable moment of timey-wimey twist, you are watching as just a few moments before Carrie is putting her foot down to ram into you. So you've jumped back in time a few seconds and, uh, cross a few feet. You get to see the incredible movie poster of Carrie Miller yes. just bopping a guy to death. Yeah, yeah. Carrie's living the Back to the Future one version, and you're you're living yep. the Back to the Future two version of that. Can same I scene. can I make a pitch? Yeah, yeah. Go for Instead it. of us appearing in the courtyard, we we appear and we go through the window under the courthouse, like like the way that it happens in Back to the Future, where they go through the the glass window. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's for the courtyard. It's fine. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, lo- I love that. I am gonna keep you in the courtyard uh, for reasons that will become apparent. Um, you, uh, as the, the thing that you can see now that you couldn't see from where you were before because you couldn't. Is see a the truck courtyard, full of manure. Gotcha. Is a truck full of manure. <laughs> um, Time agent ha- Biff Tannen. Wait, no. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Let Let's me. Just, let me, let me do, scratch actually, this let out. Me a quick roll to see. Let me do a quick roll to see how Time agents feel about manure. Uh, oh, they're actually okay with it. Um, oh, weird. So. <laughs> They like farming, uh, but you do see up by the clock face. Um, you see another individual 
another person with a vortex manipulator, and they seem to be prying off, like trying to pull physically off of the clock face, the minute hand from the clock. Oh, the hand! Oh! Oh! Uh, Travis, let me see that. There you go. And then I'm going to use the vortex manipulator, and I'm going to use my sonic to try to teleport me up to the clock face. Okay, I am. I'm going to have you do a roll for this. Okay. Uh, and again, it's going to be uh, ingenuity and technology. You are going to get uh, a plus two for I think it's vortex you have on there. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And I'll give you another plus two for experience time traveler. You okay. Get cool. A plus four total. Nice. Okay, so that gives me that's twenty three total. Yeah, twenty three is 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 very very good. Um, I I'm not gonna lie, I did crank the difficulty up on this a little bit because I would imagine that the sudden use of the vortex manipulator probably burned it out a little bit. But you actually cleared that. You this is just a straight success. No buts, no ands. Um, so you are you materialize um up on uh, up at the top level of the clock tower now one of the things you may not know about that the the, the clock tower there's no there is no interior it is fully a, a front-facing facade so on the other side of the the clock face wall there's kind of a metal gantry that leads up to that little hatch where if you remember from the original back to the future that's where doc brown emerges from when he goes to try to reconnect the cable so you are now on the other side of that little hatch uh on the quote-unquote inside of the clock tower how nuts is it that this is the game that you planned today and I randomly made that Back to the Future joke in the mm-hmm. chat before we started recording? Yeah. I definitely messaged Michael about yeah. that. Ben and I had a full-on freakout. It was For the listener, because I want we can leave this in, for the listener, I have gotten a new mic setup that I was trying out and I sent both versions of my mic recording to Ben with the new one and the old one and the new one unfortunately didn't work and I said, do you know what this means? And then no one responded. So then I posted a link to the video of the scene in Back to the Future where the doc says, this damn thing doesn't work. And <laughs> I can't believe of all the times that I would reference it. And I was expecting Dan to jump on it because Dan is normally our Back to the Future uh, house like. Uh, like historian and i feel like that the fact that it, like anyway well, um, pulling back the curtain when you sent the do you know what this means it took my willpower to not say that because oh, i wanted yeah, to see I what was, your real thought, answer well because i, I wanted was to see setting what you, you up to say it i was like I, oh dan's gonna know what this reference is right i, I did i i thought you were gonna say something else about it so i didn't want to like be that guy about it but then you oh, did it and so i was like funny. oh okay that's great. I was, I was like, I was like, That's I know amazing. Dan's gonna have the answer to this, and then when you didn't do it, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just gonna get the joke. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open the the hatch that you said that I'm on the other side of, and I'm gonna go, mm-hmm. great, Scott. <laughs> um, this actually shocks the surprises the time agent who's trying to pull off uh the the minute hand. So I'm gonna have them do a roll to make sure they don't lose their footing. While that's happening, Travis looks up and yells, Doc, I have to tell you about the future! <laughs> what? I have to tell you about the future! What? Uh, I love this team. Uh, I'm giving you both back a story point each for that, because that was just wonderful. Well done, um, well done. Yeah, so the time agent currently trying to, uh, trying to pull off the minute hand, He's kind of startled by you swinging the door open and going, Great Scott! And uh, uh, definitely kind of goes, What? 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 And kind of falls backward and uh, kind of lands and turns as they land. And uh, Travis, you can hear. And I'm going to say Carrie also now because I would imagine that she's rolling up in the golf cart, which for some reason in my head, as you approach, went. 
Yes. It doesn't have to do that, but that's no, where my please, brain went. Please, please. Like, she would definitely honk. And I want to say yeah. that this golf cart is, like, slowly getting there. Like, it's on its last leg. Like, she definitely... I think, I th- I think it's a universal backlot. I think if you honk, it goes... It Or maybe it's one of the special ones and it plays the Back to the Future theme. It could do. Uh, I'm not going to do Wait, that. I've done I think two horns already. Okay. Uh, Wait, are we sure it doesn't just go Jaws? <laughs> you press. You press no, it goes, Hello, I'm Steven Spielberg, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> and that's the cliffhanger, the everyone. I'm no, sorry, uh, guys. I didn't know how many cars were on this golf cart. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, there's Carrie's a ray of like the 50 horn, horn buttons. Horn. Exactly. Okay. The golf cart pulls up beside Travis just as he's noting his additional story point. Um, and you both hear this horrible crunch as that time agent lands uh, on the ground. And the Doctor, now you are, uh, you are up the top of the clock tower like it's, like it's the, the, the climactic moment in Back to the Future. Um, and you can, you can see the clock face in front of you. You're, you're, you're on you, that ledge, that very narrow ledge is in front of you. What do you do? Um, I'm actually going to use my sonic screwdriver as a screwdriver, and I'm going mm-hmm. to detach the, the hand from the clock so that I can grab it. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. Um you I'm gonna have you do it's gonna be ingenuity and technology. You know what? I think I'm just gonna go ahead and use my sonic story points for this because I like okay. that I'm using the sonic for exactly how it's designed. So okay. um yeah, I'll take my two sonic points away for that if that's if that's okay. Yeah. With one of your hands on the minute hand and the other hand on the sonic, uh, you you uh, unfasten the minute hand and you feel it cut you feel the heft of it of the weight come loose um as it is no longer attached to the clock face. All right, and then yeah, I just I I, I kind of like bring it inside the door where I'm standing, so I can get out of okay. there. Okay, yeah, you do that. You uh you you bring it in, and you do you take it down to Travis and Carrie. I'm not going to spend my story points to give the hand back to the yeah. guy who was just trying to take it. Like, oh, if if any if there's any consolation, he's very dead. Um, oh, okay. Well, I was going to check. I mean, you could have dropped balls, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I will also say he landed sideways on his vortex manipulator, so it is like fully broken. <laughs> Um, but you, yeah, you get down with the, uh, you get down with your bad self. No, you get down to the foot of the clock tower, uh, where Travis and Carrie are waiting. And, uh, while, uh, the doctor has been walking down the steps, uh, Travis, you found in your pocket, uh, a little, a little metallic case containing, uh, as the recruiter had mentioned, those three little, uh, dots. They're about the size of a, uh, uh, about the size of a penny. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like metal, de- like metal devices with like a, a, a nice blue uh, light in the middle. Okay. Uh, and so I recognize these as like some sort of return device. Yeah, these are. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you would with your with your current level of technology. Mm-hmm. I think you would recognize as these are transmat dots. They're devices that you just you affix it to a device uh, to right. a. You affix it to an object, and it is it is transmatted away. It doesn't work on. Uh, 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 organic matter, so you can't use it on a person, but it, they're typically used for like uh, quick cargo or or uh, uh, supply right. transport. Uh, yeah, while I think while the doctor is heading down, though, like Travis would check the body for a pulse, but mm-hmm. then also yeah. like wants to see that they were uh, dead. Um, 
check their pockets for you know anything truthfully because yeah uh, this was someone who intended to do harm so let's see if we can get any information yeah this person um they have their broken vortex manipulator they uh they also have a small laser pistol um and they have a squareness gun hmm can they also have uh, an ID so we can consult our oh, yeah. magnificent table? Uh, yes, they also have ID with a name on it, and that name is... Let me let me consult the magical chart. I'm so proud of this stupid here. thing we've built. I can't help myself. Uh, this person's name is... Jubilee Hollins. Ha <laughs> ha! Is this now? Is this a a Patreon thing? Like the people should submit names, and you're using the names they gave, or what's going on with this? Oh no, this is we're going to be sharing this chart with the uh, with with the patrons. But uh, we'll we'll mm. tell you. I think we'll tell you about the chart when we finish the adventure. But I think okay. you're going to dig it. Travis, did you find anything? Uh, yeah, I found uh, I found a, the fourth laser pistol to make an appearance right now, and I hand that over to the doctor because I know better. <laughs> uh, and then I said, I, and I found a. A uh, squareness gun, which I'm assuming Travis would recognize from his technology level. Um, these are pretty handy, right? And you don't object to as long as we don't use these on people, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's about the same as having a laser pistol, but um, it might come in handy, so I'll let you hold on to it. I, I trust you to have it. Um, all right. Um, and I, actually... I, I, I also hand you one of the transmat dots also for the hand. Okay. Um so I'm gonna to try to use that and make and try to have it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put the dot on the hand and see what happens. Yeah, you put the dot on the hand and then the hand goes poof and it, and just vanishes from your arms. And uh, then so you're no longer carrying the hand. I'm gonna take out my sonic sunglasses and put them on my face. And then I'm gonna to say to Carrie, I'm gonna go. Um, do I assume that the the golf cart is out of commission? Yeah, and like while while Carrie's saying yeah, I feel like she's like saying a fond farewell to the golf cart, like giving it a kiss and like kind of like petting it softly, and it it just makes like a sad like like with the gas out of the tires yeah. coming out. She's just it's... like, well, that's okay because and I chuck the vortex manipulator that I have back at at Travis, and then I knock my sunglasses down over my eyes and I go where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs> spontaneous guitar wails i love it you are getting a story point back uh nice. doctor you you also notice something on on the body of the uh of the time agent that's on the ground you actually notice a small um uh, something that travis missed because i forgot to mention it that's my error not not dan's um you notice a small uh almost like a, a palm pilot or a pda or a uh, like a, a smartphone uh device uh sticking out of their side pocket. Okay, uh, since I since I've made the the silence glasses a thing in this uh, in this adventure, I've used it before, but I'm using it again now. Mm -hmm. Since I've already got them out, uh, uh -huh. I will I will roll to scan to see if I can figure out what that, that device is. And so that yeah, way, I have absolutely. a mechanical reason for doing this silly gag that I did as a reference. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, go ahead and give me ingenuity and technology. Okay. With a plus two for time travel advanced. Okay. Because time travel tech, you probably come up with something like this before. Tech adept, tech adept, you can have a plus two as well. Okay, cool. It's weird. The dice just say it's just one, two halves of an infinity to symbol. It's well, I mean, I did roll twenty five, <laughs> so that does. Uh... There we go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you're able to retrieve the data straight off of this, uh, uh, off of this this 
PDA off of this electric device, and it's a manifest of uh, items and locations, and there are only three items remaining. Uh, the hand, which is listed as, as the uh, uh, the courthouse tower. Um, the box, which the location is listed as King Kong stage. And uh, the chess set, which is listed as the vault. All right, so on the map, there is a King Kong stage, so I'm going to assume that's the King Kong stage. Uh, and then there's also these video vaults, so mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that's the chess set. Well, the King Kong stage wasn't always the King Kong stage. Oh, but it was in 2008, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Dang, it's been there it for stopped. a long time. It <laughs> stopped being the King Kong stage in 2008 when, uh, hang on, let me check my notes. It burned down. And there was um, a fire. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which, Speaking of which, a, there's a fire. Uh. Yeah, the fire is starting to lick its way kind of up the street um, towards the courthouse right now. And you're, right, you're uh, seeing let's... the street that you were just on is now pretty much just ablaze. All right, we should go to the King Kong stage first because that's going to be on fire before the vaults are. And so we can't stop the fire because it's a fixed point in time. Although, weirdly... Maybe it wasn't because we it happened because we came here, so I things are a little bit timey wimey at this point. But just just in case, um, uh, and then she starts running towards the King Kong stage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> By now, much of the back lot is aflame, and the sound of fire engines can be heard for miles. With more on their way. Universal Studios is illuminated with orange and ember, and thick black flames plume up from the streets of the backlot towards the already murky night sky above Los Angeles. A soot-faced firefighter walks into a makeshift command center set up on the side of the hill, looking down at the backlot. She approaches a man, square-jawed, with a body like an inverted pyramid, muscular on top, small-framed on the bottom. Despite the hour, and despite the fact he is indoors, he is wearing aviator sunglasses, the clear sign of someone in charge. The firefighter removes her helmet and wipes down her face. We can't stop the spread. Fact is, the waterworks, they're, they're just not fit for the task. We don't have the pressure. If we don't do something soon, we're gonna lose, we're gonna lose the whole backlot. He brings his hand to his face, revealing the merest hint of a leather gadget strapped to his wrist, and smiles. The scalpel's had its chance. Time for the hemp. Fire up the bulldozers. Also, I just realized I don't have uh, Michael the other dice. Do you have the other dice? Yes. Yes. Could you do that? Could you do that roll for me, please? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, you know what? I should do the roll for this one. Um, I'm just gonna. Um, 
You know what? Life like you too should have arranged this ahead of time. We did, yeah, actually. Think- for the folks at home, uh, what's very exciting for our Patreon backers is that Ben and I are currently consulting a very handy uh, 3D10 chart that we will be providing for fans yes, later. Yes, we will be making that available. Oh. I, um, I was actually making a silly joke like you two were having a quarrel. Like, maybe you should have worked this out ahead of time. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should have arranged it. Like, that's, that's what I was going for. I wasn't, like, legitimately trying to insult you. <laughs> I was trying to... No, we no, do frequently uh, have... Uh, uh, what is oh, this, like, do, Game Master's quarrel? <laughs> Yes. 